0: Welcome back to Pokemon Variety Hour, the podcast where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. Episode 101, folks. I am your host, Riley, joined uh, by one of my beautiful co-hosts, Anaru. Hello, hello,
1: hello, 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 hello,
0: (laughs) Yep, there he is. Is that that give and take?
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) That sounds like give and take.
0: (laughs) The way he said hello, I guess, maybe. (laughs) Um, and also, special guest, her first time on the show, a longtime collaborator of mine in other Riley media, uh, Miss Demi Gloom.
2: Leigh. That's And we are it.
0: here today yeah, for an episode of Pokemon Variety Hour. So let's get into our first uh, fucking segment, uh, what we've been doing in Pokemon this week uh Now, uh demigloom is not a crazy obsessed person, like right, the people you just who go are.
2: First. You just go first, and I'll I'll go with the flow. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just no saying. Specification needed. <laughs> just go. Just do it. I'm a normal person. You know, you might be surprised how much Pokemon has had an influence in my life.
0: No, no, no. I just okay. I, all I was saying is that. You don't play Pokemon as like a fucking lifestyle like we do. So I, used when I to. ask you, when I ask you what you've been doing in Pokemon this week, I don't know if you'll have an answer. Oh, <laughs> and I will. that's the, the oh, okay. <laughs> Demiglum, what have you been doing in Pokemon this week?
2: Uh, I've been jacking off to Pokemon porn <laughs> like all week. It's, uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite category on pornhub.com. That <laughs> it has uh,
0: its own
1: category. Yeah. I don't know if you give can hear me, Pokemon. but I'm sighing extremely loudly right now.
2: <laughs> That's it's all I watch: Pokemon porn. I give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> uh, Guard of Wire is very hot. <laughs> Guard of Wire. What, is that? Not how you pronounce it. <laughs> no. How do you say it?
0: <laughs> Guard uh, Pokemon of name's Weird in general, but
2: I thought it was Guard of Wire.
0: No, it's Guard of War. Certain.
2: I think Asterios says "Guard of Wire."
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think Asterios says a single Pokemon name correctly that isn't
2: Pikachu. Asterios is a Pokemon fan.
0: He he might be like a Gen One Pokemon fan. I don't think he's yeah, touched a Pokemon that's game that's not Red Blue and Yellow. Asterios has been think... on the show before. He talked to me and Odin that's about uh, Pikachu. I don't
2: think Asterios has been. Um, I don't think Asterios has played a Pokemon game like since like Gen Three.
0: I don't know. Uh, but have you done anything besides jerking off
2: the Pokemon porn? <laughs> uh Pokemon wise? Yes. Um, I guess th- sometime at some point this week I did go through all my you know, my old Pokemon card collection and looked at a lot of the stuff and it was pretty interesting. Uh it's the first time I've done that in a while. I used That's to be a cool. big I used to be a big Pokemon trading card game fan and I always I always wanted to find people to play with, uh, but I never actually got to do a game with anyone besides for my siblings. And it was always disappointing. But were it you was... playing the game with like the real correct rules with like the energy yeah. cards and shit? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> we straight cool. up we straight up read the entire like rules and like learned how to use like EXs and like the rules of like which evolutions you can use and like which cards are legal and shit. Like it was it was fucking epic. We actually like went through all the process. And my best friend in middle school, they had um Pokemon cards, but they never wanted to actually play the game with me, unfortunately. I never actually got to do Pokemon TCG.
0: I only know, like, how the real game works, because I've played the, the Game Boy Color game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I also played Black. the uh, I played a little bit of the uh, online version, like, when I was a kid. Like, fucking around on my grandfather's laptop. I, I I used, like, the default starter deck on Trading Card Game Online and got my ass kicked. Of a lot. <laughs> I- uh, any highlight cards? Any of the cool, ca- any cool cards you found that you can remember?
2: Um, I really like my Greninja EX. Dope. I Also, well, so this have wasn't a, too
1: long ago. I don't know why I, I was picturing a, this being like ancient cards, but
2: yeah, no, I'm I'm very ba- I'm fairly young. Like it was like X Y era. Like well, yeah, Debbie Glim is seventeen. So
0: like when she was a kid, it was like black and white and X and Y.
2: Yeah, I have a I got a McDonald's toy. It was um, a Zekrom McDonald's toy back when Pokemon Black 2 came out. Hell yeah. That's like, and I was like, what? What year was Pokemon? What what year did Pokemon Black 2 come out? I believe like
1: 2012. Yeah, it's a number that pops into my head.
2: Maybe it was Pokemon Black 1 then. When did Pokemon Black 1 come out? That was... Uh, 2000- oh, 2010. 2010? It, yeah. was defi- it was definitely po- the Pokemon Black or Pokemon White one, then. But yeah, they had like McDonald's toys. Do do either of you remember that? Oh yeah, no, I definitely. They had the the Pokemon the toys, Black yeah. and McDonald's toys, and they they it was like a figure, and it came with a card. It was like McDonald's exclusive.
0: I do I, I do remember I those did. like the McDonald's exclusive Pokemon cards.
2: I I, I, th- I always thought it was really cool that I had those because they had like the little McDonald's Didn't logo. They do, uh...
0: Didn't they do exclusive cards in a uh, cinnamon toast crunch boxes recently? Recently, I believe so. Because I had a couple. Don't know. I got a couple Pokemon cards that were out of cinnamon toast crunch boxes. I don't know if they're exclusive, but I assume that they are. I also did. I also happened upon. I didn't buy it because I was. I was only spending like two dollars. But I. I went to the dollar store and I saw there's a cereal. There's a Pokemon cereal. Oh, really? It doesn't even have—it doesn't even have a clever name either. It's just, uh, it just—it just—it just says Pokemon on the box. I this saw the Sonic the
2: Hedgehog cereal. I've seen a Yu-Gi-Oh
1: cereal um, that isn't good, from what reviews say. <laughs> oh,
2: oh! I've seen oh. this Pokemon cereal. At, it's at fucking Walmart.
0: Yeah, I saw it at the uh, Dollar General. I'll have to pick it up next time I'm there. This shit actually looks good.
2: Like, not—not not even just because it's Pokemon, but like, it's like, um, tricks. It's like tricks mixed with uh, marshmallows from Lucky Charms. Can our next can our next
0: topic? Can we get Demigloves Week, and the topic is just we review the Pokemon cereal cereal
1: on a podcast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but for real though, like who the fuck actually likes Lucky Charms for any reason besides the marshmallows, right? Like the Lucky Charms. The, the the actual like cereal is so fucking boring. It's like plain like yellow Chocolate box Chocolate Lucky cereals. Charms,
0: Archino, cuz the cereal's That's actually true. good and the and the m- marshmallows are good. Don't get the fruit Lucky Charms though. Those are fucking awful.
2: Yeah, no, those aren't good. Um I just think like any other cereal that's like actually good with marshmallows is always fucking Kino, but like lucky Char- like that, you know what I mean? For so many years, like lucky charms was the only cereal with marshmallows. So if you wanted it, that's what you had to get. But now, you know what I mean? Now all of other brands, all the other brands are sort of sh- starting to take note. You know and what I had, you know most... what I had
0: that I wasn't very impressed by? Uh, we actually, I, we did talk about these cereals when Asterios was is on too. Um, <laughs> has nothing to do with Pokemon, as most of the conversation had nothing to do with Pokemon that <laughs> we had Asterios on. Um, uh, fucking uh, Booberry and Frankenberry. I tried it oh, that's uh, nice. this past Halloween, and it wasn't that good. No, it fucking sucks. So Asterios is wrong. I haven't had Chocula, though. I I, I still have my hopes high about Chocula. That's the one I hear like really good things about.
2: Uh, I think I've had it before but I'm, I'm not really a credible source because I haven't had it in many, many years, but it's, I, I don't think it was anything special. That's me with in the realm of like chocolate cereal. Enough. Dude, I fucking, I remember when I was a little kid, Captain Crunch with the fucking crunch berries, that was my shit. That was like the sweetest, most delicious fucking cereal of all time. And I was like reflecting upon that lately, like a couple weeks ago, and I finally got some fucking Captain Crunch from the store and I tried it again and it tasted like literally nothing. It just tasted like fucking water. Yeah, was, it it was Captain so Crunch is a pretty weak cereal. So disappointing. It used to be delicious to me though. It used to be like super strong, super sweet. It was the sweetest cereal. And now it tastes like literally nothing to me. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if I had COVID for one day or what, but. <laughs>
1: <For> one specific <laughs> meal. That's it. It, was, it lasted just, three just hours
2: meal. uh the captain crunch cured my covid but unfortunately <laughs> before i actually got to taste it or after i actually got to taste it
0: i don't know the only captain crunch uh branded cereal i eat is like the i don't eat the main captain crunch i was never into it i'll eat uh oops all berries and i'll eat uh, uh peanut butter crunch
2: interesting i didn't even know there was peanut butter crunch
0: yeah, you know, it's just like a pretty generic, like peanut butter ball-shaped cereal, but it's a cat. It's
2: Captain Crunch branded, and it's pretty good. Fucking Reese's Puffs suck ass. No, they don't. You. They're so. They're so weak. They're so. It's always so hard too. It's always like oh, it's Listen, good when I eat them. Peanut butter chocolate, great
0: when separate. But, but when, when they, they combine, it's <laughs> the, <laughs> the morning time epic.
1: That commercial with the was stuck in my head. I think for seven years. And then- did you
0: know the Reese's Puffs guy is trying to start a real rap career now?
2: Yeah, did you see he did like a rap video? He had like <laughs> naked women in this rap video and he had like um Reese's, like a- Puffs, r- Puffs, Reese's Puffs. He actually did He had Reese's Puffs laying around. That was fucking but, hilarious.
1: But, a, but like a decade later? I understand the like, capitalizing on it then or maybe a year or two or something like that. But like it's been at least 10 years, right? Since that commercial came out? Probably more. That was like
2: 2008. Much
1: more. Right, yeah. yeah. And so, so the, the the genius decision was to wait 14 years before starting your rap career?
0: Well, I only, guess he, he's trying to capitalize on the meme. Him. They're like, oh, I remember that song.
1: Oh, he's ca- oh, that makes more sense, I guess.
0: And he's using it to launch his real rap career. <laughs> Power to him. The Listen, work, I will work. respect that guy. If he's got a bunch of naked ladies and Reese's Puffs all over his rap video, here's what he has to, has to do for his next rap single in the music video he has to dump a box of reese's puffs onto a half naked woman <laughs> I, I i will become a fan if he does yes, he has it. to
2: pour pour reese's and milk milk onto a <laughs> naked girl
0: oh
1: my gosh that's
2: too much no the girl he has to this is what he has to do. he has to suck uh he has to suck milk from a girl's titty <laughs> okay. and then eat reese's puffs <laughs> On YouTube. <laughs> yep. I'm
0: sure that'll last. I'm sure that will last i am sure that will get community
2: guidelines striked. Do you guys remember fucking Zoe Berger? I do, kind of. My name, yeah. <laughs> I know you looked at fucking Zoe Burger, Riley. I know you what fucking, do you mean? I know you watched all their fucking videos. <laughs> Barely watched
0: anything. I just know of them.
2: She fucking, she basically like did erotic dancing while playing Call of Duty on Twitch. And basically that's like, she'd be wearing like a bikini and she would do like squats and shit on stream. And that was like the entirety of the appeal of her content. And she kept getting banned from Twitch. And like, she she had this like campaign hashtag nude, nudes at one mil on YouTube where she would post a video. I do where,
0: remember that!
2: On YouTube, she got completely naked, showed her, her entire naked body on YouTube. And it got taken down, and I believe she got like a strike. I don't know why that was her grand idea was to upload a nude on YouTube. That's the only reason she has a million subscribers. All her videos get like twenty views now. Not that I look at her channel or anything. Not you know, it's a little bit of nostal- a little bit of uh, nostalgic, uh, you know, pornography. If you know what I'm saying, it's like, oh man, I remember. I busted a nut to this when I was like 11. <laughs> you know, it adds value.
0: I'll hey, take the uh, word for it. Andrew, what have you been doing in Pokemon lately? Oh, right,
1: many? This is a show that isn't about cereal and the 2012 <laughs> YouTube scene. Um <laughs> I don't think it was that long ago, but still. Uh what have I been doing in Pokemon recently? Hey, I actually did that uh that that, that one thing that you know, I've been saying I've been doing and that, that I've been thing? doing. That one thing. Uh
0: the, Oh uh, shit. The one thing. Yeah, you did do that. You did the Nuzlocke, right?
1: I I'd part of it. I'm still not done the official like first. You're, yeah, you're not done. Uh,
0: if you, if done, you were done, we could have just talked about that today. But yeah, you're, you're uh, not
1: quite done. Not quite done. Uh, first gym is done. Oh, boy, that episode will be an interesting episode to talk about. But uh, first gym is done, and now we got to do the second gym. But, uh, yeah, so, so, so there, there you go, Riley. Progress. I told you I'd finish. Least, I, w- I would do something before the end of 2022. And sure enough, before the end of 2022, something was done. Um, outside of that, though, not a lot, actually. Um, though this weekend, maybe some stuff? What else? We'll maybe. Mm-hmm. This week has been a slow week when it comes to Pokemon.
0: As for, um, or I guess, do you have anything else to say, Anna? (laughs) Um, shout out Mudkip. That's all I got. Did you Did you record not a scratch your Pokemon tabletop podcast this week? I
1: have not. Funnily enough, I have not recorded an episode of that except one special thing I did with a a viewer. uh, One special episode. I have not recorded that show uh, in three to four months. So, oh shit, we've just been going off the
0: backlog. (laughs) Is it, like, over? Or?
1: No, no, no. We, yeah, we've just been going off a backlog. We got so far ahead. Oh, okay. Um, you you was just like, got
0: really ahead of the game.
1: Basically, yeah. Um, but that's probably going to restart sooner or later. Not a scratch. Find that local podcast dealer, blah, blah, blah. You get the... <laughs> local <laughs> podcast The local podcast dealer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Focus, uh, purchase uh, two grams of <laughs> not a scratch from your local podcast Oh, that podcast wasn't what I was
1: thinking. It's like, oh, what is it? Um... <laughs> Yeah, if you want to go negative, you can think of this as a as a drug or something. But hey, kid, um,
0: you want some Pokemon tabletop? content? basically. Um, but yeah, as for me, I've done a couple, a couple of Pokemon's. Um, I played a little bit on my Switch. I got a little bit farther in uh, Shiny Pearl. I. I I restarted my save file a while ago, I think I've already talked about that, because I was doing a Nuzlocke and I just didn't want to do the Nuzlocke anymore. So I started a normal run and I beat Rourke and that's that's where I left off. I, I beat Rourke and I beat the uh Galactic Grunts that block you off from Florama Town.
1: So so can I just confirm that
0: you're you're stuck in Eternal Force at this point? I'm not into turn of forest yet. <laughs> we'll Are see. You're even worse. Oh boy. <laughs> I I'm mean, I'm, I'm stuck in floor Oh boy. <laughs> but, uh, I also touched Arceus a little bit, but not much to report there. I only touched it very briefly. So
1: you're still stuck at that mountain.
0: That, again, no, I got I past that but...
1: mountain. Oh, okay. Okay. Again, I have no I idea what I, is, I so think I, I
0: might, it. I think I talked about this uh, last episode. I'm not sure, but I did, uh, I did beat Lilligant. I beat the Lilligant boss. So that's how far I am. Um, and then... I played around... Well, I I guess I started my Emerald Nuzlocke on Big Guy Little Guy. I don't know if we had done that last time. Uh, but that started. And we should be doing more of that soon. Um. I tried to start a Volt White Nuzlocke today, just for fun. I I figured it was gonna go poorly, because it's a Dreado hack and I'm terrible at Pokemon. Uh but I'm very early in the game and it's already going terribly. Uh, I got... I started with my Oshawa. My first encounter was a Rattata and then I tried to grind that Rattata one level right? <laughs> while I was trying to grind it one level. <laughs> so that, that was unfortunate. Um, I caught my uh, second encounter and it was the worst possible thing in fucking history. Fucking purloin that piece of shit. That <laughs> dumb cat... So now I have an Oshawott, and I think the last thing I'm going to get is a monkey. And I have to fight a six-Pokemon rotation battle with an Oshawott, a Purloin, and a fucking Panseer.
1: I see no issues with this.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure it'll go great. Uh, But uh, yeah, that's it for that. Uh, Anything else that I've touched... Not really. Me me and Penguin discussed starting a black and white cage lock. We gotta we gotta set that up. No not for the show, but just for fun. And I'm sure we'll talk about it on the show in this segment. Uh yeah, we're gonna start that up soon, hopefully. I gotta play more fucking Arceus. I gotta strap myself down. Uh but I think that is about it, uh, for my Pokemon Escapades. Oh, uh, I did. Uh, I tried to do a Black 2 nuzlocke, uh, and I used the randomizer. I did, like, this fun little randomizer thing where I didn't randomize the trainers, and I randomized the wild Pokemon, but I turned on that setting uh, where it'll give you, like, similar strength Pokemon. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I did. I did, like, a similar strength randomizer, and then I I lost a Charon. <laughs> so.
1: I'm seeing a lot of successes.
0: Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Good, great success, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that is about it. I still haven't played Pokemon Snap. I, 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 I made my first Switch folder today because I was happy they put that there, so I made a Pokemon Switch folder, and uh, I put Pokemon Snap in there. And I'm like, man, I haven't even fucking opened this. <laughs> So somebody bought this for me for $60 and I haven't even fucking opened it.
1: <laughs> I've heard it's a good game.
0: Um, I mean, it's Pokemon of... Snap. Hard to fuck up. Very true. Alright, but uh, it's time to get into our topic. And uh, this is the topic. Jason, put in the theme song right here. Welcome to largest issue in Pokemon. Every issue in Pokemon, from losing a Nuzlocke to <laughs> what rhymes with that. <laughs> All right, everybody. I, I am, of course, your host Riley. Uh, this is a little largest issue crossover, and of course, uh, Demi Gloom is one of my fine co-hosts from that show, and she is here with us today. <laughs> there you go. pika pika Um, and we're going to talk about some Pokemon related issues so if you've never heard largest issue in the galaxy uh, the premise is uh, each of the present uh, hosts uh, talk about an issue uh, and then the people vote on which issue was the largest so me, Demi Gloom and Anaru all have a Pokemon issue prepared and then you can vote in the description as to what issue was the largest and we'll go over that On the next Variety Hour, we'll see who won. Uh, (laughs) So there you go. Um, And I'm going to go ahead and give the floor to... uh, I guess I usually let guests go last on largest issue. And in this case, the the guest is Demi Gloom, so I guess I'll let her go last. Uh, So let's give the floor to Anaru first. Woo. Anaru, what Uh, is your issue?
1: Great. Great. Um... I was thinking about this it took a while cuz the problem with this is is that I am a notoriously positive person when it comes to things I don't create cuz I'm always like oh look at this this is I can see the hard work and dedication that's put in even if it's like complete garbage um and now we're talking about a franchise that actually has produced some stuff you know um so after a, a lot of discussion within myself and frankly uh just trying to think of something for the show that I had Maybe an hour to prepare for. Uh, my biggest issue with Pokemon is the fact that half of them are forgettable in some way.
0: Okay, so we have, like, snappy issue names. We'll go ha- half of Pokemon are forgettable, is Anaru's issues. There you go. There you go. All right, well, uh, give, us your, give us your pitch here. Why is this a large issue? So,
1: think about how Pokemon works. With Pokemon, when you play, the, think about the different segments, I suppose of Pokemon historically. When you're playing through a game, you play through the game typically with your starter, some popular ones, some powerful ones, and you go through the Elite Four and then put down the game from there. When you're playing with the TCG, there are specific archetypes that are focused around specific Pokemon, usually the powerful ones. Uh, when you're doing competitive, there are specific Pokemon that are better than the other ones. And at a certain point, it gets to an area where like a Pokemon don't have a purpose. And I feel like that's a problem because I I think that even though there should be a discrepancy for balance and competitive balance and all that sort of stuff, it feels as though there's a lot of Pokemon that are out there simply to be out there. And there's no real reason, I guess, if that makes any sense. So the, the closest thing I think I can think of is like uh, with Yu-Gi-Oh! for example. When they make a brand new archetype, there's usually some niche that it fits. Whether it's an interesting rogue sort of thing, an actual competitive archetype, uh, bringing back nostalgia. There's usually some reason and some way that you can latch on to that type. And maybe it's not for you, but it's something nevertheless. With Pokemon, it feels like you can always go through a random region's decks, and there are the obvious favorites, which are like the starters, legends, really powerful ones. There are the competitive ones, which sometimes overlaps with that, but doesn't always. Um, there are the the ones that have like specific meaning for you, but again, those are the ones that you are most likely to notice. And then there's your Maractus. That's something that is so, <laughs> forgotten. It, it's so forgotten, I had to look up that Maractus was a Pokemon before saying it right now because i wasn't sure if that was just a name i made up or if it's an actual pokemon or avalug do you guys remember avalug
0: i remember avalug but i know that he's like he has probably one of the most forgettable designs in pokemon history debbie glue exactly. do you remember avalug uh, i think i think debbie glue might be out of commission for the moment uh, there you go what, what are you more? talking about
2: exactly. Do you remember my- avalug <laughs> Avalone?
0: avalug with a g
2: is that a pokemon yes. exactly my point <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, Avalug is. Let me me Google it and see if I even know who the fuck it is. (laughs) But yeah, I don't remember it exactly. Oh, this motherfucker? Generation 6?
1: Yeah, There you go. See? This Pokemon looks cool
2: as fuck, though. I like this Pokemon.
1: I I like Avalug as a design. I, I can understand why. But to me, Avalug, this walking iceberg, is fascinating to me. But frankly speaking, there's no real place for it On your squad, unless, of course, you add extra things to the Pokemon games like nuzlocking it, randomizing it, so on and so forth, to kind of force the underlying Pokemon to show up at the top. I think that's a problem. And you can approach this from one of two ways. Either A, cut down on the number of Pokemon, which I don't like, or B, give a reason why these other Pokemon should be noticeable. Whether it's uh, competitive, it's kind of hard because that's more of a programming thing, but like throw it on Route 6 just for the heck of it. Or, you know, make a TCG archetype because you can kind of just scheme that to do whatever. There's some other Pokemon that are. Um, I'm not as big on the TCG as I am with the main series games, but there are other, uh, there are like different archetypes and powerful strategies that focus around. Um, Pokemon that really don't get a lot of love. Um, so that's my claim. There you go. Make make the forgotten Pokemon. It would have a sign out here that's just be like, make P- Maractus matter or something like that.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. It's a hard nut to crack um the Pokemon franchise just because there's fucking like a thousand of the fuckers. So it's hard right, to make yeah. every single one like memorable and usable. Um, I,
1: I kind think- of just feel like if you if you if, you, if your first reaction is the same as Demiglooms when it comes to a Pokemon, of just being like, oh, like, this oh guy? Oh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> that feels like you should probably give a little bit more representation to that guy. And again, it doesn't have to be like, oh, okay, we're going to scheme, you know, a tier one deck or throw this on route one. But just like find a place where it has its own thing. You know what I mean? There are some, there's some Pokemon that are famous, not necessarily because they're good, but because they have this little weird thing about them. Like Feebas, uh even Milotic is a pretty solid Pokemon, but I think uh, the most uh, cool thing about Milotic and Feebas's line is the little niche thing of like, oh, you can only find it on certain tiles, and it evolves with like a maxed out beauty stat, or that's how it was in the older games. Like that was interesting about that Pokemon. It wasn't necessarily fascinating as like, a, like it's a solid battler, but it's not like, you know, you're not seeing it on competitive teams all the time. Uh, you're not seeing it on your, like, playthrough, certainly. But the fact that it has that cool, interesting factoid about it makes it memorable to us, right? But
0: then I mean, yeah, I think Milotic is pretty good in uh, VGC, though.
1: True, yeah, I guess. At the, at um, the very least, I used Milotic
0: in a doubles uh, uh, draft league, and I did pretty okay.
1: Or, like, um, what do I think of? Um, why can't I remember its name? Um... Uh, think, think,
0: think. Gorbis. Think.
1: No, uh, Inkey to Malamar, right? I don't know if Malamar mm. is a particularly fan- fantastic Pokemon, but its evolution mechanic is so interesting that it's stuck in my head, right?
0: Um, the most memorable thing about Inke is that James had one.
1: That too. I, I, another thing, like, the anime also has a way of being able to take these random Pokemon and put it in front of you, uh, right? Like, uh, I don't know, Seviper feels like a standard snake until you think, oh, Jesse had that in the oh, anime yeah. for the entire season. Um hmm And at that point, it's like, oh, so Viper's you know, a popular Pokemon there. Um, So long story short, if I don't see Ash slash whoever the protagonist of the next season with a Maractus, uh, I'm revolting.
0: I have a, I I really liked, I liked a lot of James's Pokemon as a kid. Like, I think Pokemon that they gave to James specifically, like, really resonated with me. Did he have a coughing? Yeah. He did have a coughing.
2: That's that's what that's why I loved coughing as a child. I think there it was you go. Was associated with Team Rocket. If
1: Same the thing anime with Meowth.
2: Exist, like coughing with. Be- I would. I didn't give a fuck about Meowth until the anime. Until it had that interesting character behind it, and I thought Meowth was like cool. Or Cyther yeah. even that they did. They did, they did ugh, sorry, they did like the episode about Cyther. Um, that resonated that resonated with me a lot. I really like that. That made Cyther cool to me. Also, fucking. We're forgetting about Pikachu, who's literally the mascot of the franchise. Is only that because of the anime?
1: Very true. Yeah. If uh, that's true, it's like like Clefairy was supposed to be the alternate or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think Clefairy was going to be the mascot. Yeah.
1: Right. So that switches out. You know, think about how Clefairy is when it comes to um, notice. I guess it's a very cool, relatively early game Moonstone evolution. Um, Pikachu would be a very cool early game Thunderstone evolution. But the anime adds this sort of like spectacle about it, right? And now Pikachu is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Um. So, grab. A, I think the anime does a solid job of getting. Uh, they they tend to do almost like a Pokemon of the day sort of thing with their episodes uh, structure. But uh, you know, outside of that, throw some, throw some other stuff.
0: Yeah, it's like it's sort of like a, the anime usually does go. A lot of its episodes are like a monster of the week thing.
1: Exactly, yeah. Which
0: makes sense because it's you know pocket monsters where like you know they they encounter this new like wild Pokemon they've never uh, met before and it like causes some shenanigans. Like an episode I remember that kind of format is the episode where uh uh the misma uh the episode in Sinnoh uh, where the mismagius traps them in a dream world. Hmm? That 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 episode I had that one on DVD. That that one was fucking cool. It was like they were in I believe I'm trying to remember the plot. It's kind of shaky cuz it's been a while, but I believe the plot was like they're in a dream world, uh, Ash, Brock and Dawn, and like all of their like, you know, all their wildest dreams are coming true and th- but then they're like overwhelmed cuz like <laughs> you know, Ash like does too good Ooh, at battling.
1: I, do I, I I've seen <laughs> clips of this, right? Like he he ends up beating Cynthia in this like dream world sequence
0: and he, he meets um, Cynthia. Brock is like overwhelmed by how many nurse joys and Officer Jenny's. What to fuck him. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's this whole big little dream sequence. The Sinnoh anime is so good. I want to rewatch like some of them. It's like I need to watch Journeys first of all because Journeys looks dope as fuck. And then I kind of want to go back and watch like Sinnoh and Kalos because those are like the two big ones.
1: Right, yeah. Um. Anyway, that's that's my point. Uh, representation slash, throw a random yeah. avalogue at us once in a while. Yeah,
0: half of Pokemon are forgettable, and this this is an issue that needs to be solved. I I tend to agree. I think uh, a yeah. lot of Pokemon do kind of fall by the wayside. Like, what the fuck is a Gorbis? When are you gonna see a Gorbis around? Right. What the, exactly. What the, what the fuck is a clam pearl? What is a uh? What's another stupid?
2: If you
1: want to go on the same line, what is a hunter? This
2: whole this whole concept of Pokemon being forgettable, there's literally a mascot of the forgettable Pokemon, which is fucking Bidoof. Like we've all universally <laughs> Bidoof, decided. He's very like,
0: memorable thinking, now.
1: I think he's, yeah. I think I think Bidoof has been memed to the point where now it's ingrained in the soul. Exactly. He um, was so
2: he's so unmemorable that he became memorable. He became memorable before being so uh, unmemorable because that was kind of the meme. It's like fucking Bidoof is my favorite. How do you pronounce it? Is it Bidoof? Bidoof?
0: I, I think that's like. I believe minutes. it's Bidouf. I, I Bidouf.
1: It Bidoof. Bidoof. Bidoof.
2: Like, do you have to yeah. say it in a British accent like Bidoof. Bidoof. Bidoof.
1: It uh. Bidoof. A peel, you
2: know. It's a fucking Bidoof, yeah? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is Bidoof in Galler? I actually don't
0: know.
2: I have no I idea. I don't
0: think so. Oh, he looks fucking British.
2: Gonna... He looks like a fucking British person. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those teeth. Yeah, put, uh, put a little top hat teeth.
0: on him. I,
1: I, hold up, hold up. My teeth are probably the same, so I'm gonna... Pull it up now. I'm going to support my friend here.
0: They're, they're going to take Beatles' buff teeth, buck teeth away like they did to Timmy Turner in the first episode of the new Fairly Odd Parents show.
2: Wait, did that ever. Did that actually come out? Yeah, it's out now. Wait, what? Is that. <laughs> yeah, is it, did it use that same animation? Is it that clunky?
0: Uh, yeah, it's pretty awful. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't believe that. Yeah, no, that clip was just from it being out, as it turns out. What? That's fucking yeah.
2: insane. That I've seen shit on like that's worse than like your average like amateur Newgrounds flash animation. That I mean to be fair, so it's not to awful. be fair
0: to be fair, it's not an animated show. It's a live action show. Uh so the animation I guess is shitty because they couldn't put a lot of investment into it. Uh but you know
2: way. like you have to, just a basic knowledge of animation software will get you further even, than that.
0: Even Cosmo and Wanda look awful when they're in like the and they're in the show all the time, obviously, because it's the live action Fairly Odd Parents, and they look awful.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't. uh you mean the live action ones or the animated ones, or is it no, like the are animated. animated. Ones are they're animated? Yes. But in
0: yeah, oh, everybody's God. live action except for Cosmo and Wanda. They're animated.
2: Wait, who was the man who created? um fairly odd parents he made like tough puppy uh, fairly odd butch parents. yeah butch hartman is butch hartman involved with this i believe he is <laughs> oh god the Just one wanna... cool
0: thing about it though is they actually got uh the real actor uh for crocker to play live action crocker and he's the really he's, he, yes he's really hammered it up he's really good. He's like, I saw a clip of live-action Crocker, like, singing a song about his secret evil plan, and I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. (laughs) But everything else I've seen is pretty bad.
2: I mean, I only saw that one clip, but, like, that was enough to demonstrate the incompetence of the people working on the show.
0: It also apparently starts uh, with a frame, it it starts with a frame of, like, animated Timmy Turner, but his teeth aren't visible. And that, like, turned everybody off immediately. He, he, He takes his teeth out in, like, a weird way. So, like, we do see his teeth, but, like, the first frame of the show is Timmy Turner without his iconic teeth. So it's like, yeah, great start, guys. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, I guess I'll talk about my largest issue in Pokemon, uh, which are... uh, I I was just going to do one specific facet of this, but I think I'm going to turn it into a superset a little bit, and uh, we're going to say my largest issue in Pokemon is EVs and IVs. Oh? So, if you're unfamiliar with the concept, if you're a Pokemon normie, any listeners out there, uh, EVs and IVs are the hidden Pokemon. Uh, IVs are inherent val. Well, they're not. They're individual values. I believe is the actual uh, name, yeah, okay. but they're just their inherent values. The Pokemon come with uh, from the moment they are caught or the moment they are hatched, um, and they determine uh, your your maximum potential uh, for a stat. Um, and then the EVs, uh, effort values, uh, which are uh, accrued by defeating Pokemon. Uh, certain Pokemon will give you certain EVs and certain stats. And um, a Pokemon's effort values obviously also determine uh, its final uh, stats in any given uh, stat category. <laughs> and obviously, it's not all bad, right? Like, every every issue is going to have its good and its bad. Like obviously competitive uh, goes around this, and that's that's fine in a setting where you're <laughs> where you're either using Pokemon Showdown or hacking, where it's like okay, I can try like new EV sets, and I don't have to spend fucking eight hours uh, grinding. But when you get to when you're in game and doing like real competitive for like tournaments and shit, where you can't like gen in your Pokemon or you'll be banned and they'll execute you live on stage. <laughs> um, uh,
1: the funny thing is he's only kind of exaggerating.
0: <laughs> the Pokemon World Tournament, you have hacked Pokemon, uh Satoshi Tajiri will step on stage and just shoot you with a gun himself. Right, is right. That, you...
2: Is it even that hard to like um download Pokemon? Like, can't you like basically download a, a Pokemon? It's not
0: hard at all, but like the the official tournaments have really good checkers for that kind of shit.
2: Can't you, like, literally, like, download a Pokemon emulator and then, like, send that to your actual game?
0: What do you mean by that?
2: Like, you download a Pokemon emulator and, like, catch or have Pokemon, like, like load in a bunch of Pokemon, and then you can, like, trade it with yourself, but on a physical copy of the game. You know? I think that's a thing. That with, might like, work. I, games. I
1: think that is a thing, but I, there's also, like...
0: Like if you if you PK hex like a Pokemon oh, in, in yeah. Emerald also, or something.
2: Um, there's also the action replay for the original DS, right? Uh, you can I believe you can load in Pokemon that way, and then you can trade them up all the way up into a current generation.
1: Yeah, I think I think even in those situations, um, it's also hard to trade from like old generations to new ones. But even in those situations, it's like a, there's effectively like a thumbprint that more or less is like, hey, this is real and this is not, and it's most most of the time, I think official tournaments are pretty good at. I think like, I think
0: if you use like Hex, though, and you like gen in like a completely legal Pokemon, it might work. Just because that is like editing the save file itself, so you can kind of trick it into thinking it's real. Yeah, uh, that's,
2: that's <laughs> what action replay does as well. It just edits the the code. It basically. No, cause, it just yeah, because action replay, game.
0: you can kind of kind of has like it has like you know things where it's like, yeah, this is fucked. Uh, this is an action replay mod. mon. Uh, uh, but that I said, we'd,
1: like to, we'd like to officially uh, go out here and say we are against cheating, or at least I'm going to go out there. I don't know if y'all want to. Uh, against cheating when it comes to official tournaments and things like that, etc. throw some disclaimer in here. Uh, I'm, I'm not, not against really
2: cheating.
0: I don't necessarily
2: know about that. Um, I, am, I, am, I am against I am, cheating I'm in official I'm in Fortnite tournaments.
0: So we're talking about <laughs> obviously you don't aimbot in Fortnite tournaments. Um, but talking about this specific definition of cheating... IVs and Eevees are just annoying. Like they're th- like why it's would you luck. wanna spend like hours The IVs are luck. Like you have to like breed to get like perfect IVs and like oh, yeah. spend a bunch of time hatching eggs. And then Eevees is just like a bunch of wasted hours grinding. So it's like maybe we should just be allowed to cheat in official tournaments. Like who gives a sh- as long as it's legal. Like this is a Pokemon I could have obtained completely legally and Eevee trained myself. But, but maybe I just went to twitch.tv slash Oak Lab and I fucking <laughs> got, got him right right where I wanted him. Well,
2: look, I think that it is still like the implication is that it's for the very best that no one ever was, you know, and those the very best that no one ever was is somebody who actually did all the breeding and shit. Someone who actually went through all that effort. That way, the stakes are higher. That way, like, not just literally anybody has access to those pokemon it, it's a special thing you know what i mean
0: that, that's that's more than fair but like it's also the reason why i only do competitive pokemon on like showdown or if i'm yeah. doing it on cartridge it's a tournament where it's explicitly allowed to have gen pokemon um ev training is like the most annoying shit in the world like you know how long that shit takes so to explain it uh for those who might not know the exact number values and stuff. The maximum amount of EVs you can have is like 500-something, I believe. Um, I can do the math real quick in my head. Maximum amount of... 508. Oh, hundred eight. Um,
2: I'm fucking stupid. For a split second, I thought you were talking about EV the Pokemon. I was like, no. there's a limit. The, the a maximum number of this specific <laughs> <PC> <laughs> maximum number EVs you,
0: you can others have. Any other, regardless.
1: But specifically EV, it is limited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you could have 500, 508 total EVs, 252 maximum per stat. Um, so... Most Pokemon you kill give you one EV. Some give you two. Some give you four. So you can speed it up in some ways. Um, but a lot of times, when you're EV training, it, you're gonna have to kill like at least like a hundred something Pokemon for your two main stats, which is takes an absurdly long time. And even if you use one of the other methods, like super training is just a you know the mini game where you shoot fucking soccer balls at balloons and you get EVs. That shit takes a long time, too. Like, probably even longer than just EV training yourself. Um, it's... <laughs> it's just a really tedious process, and it annoys me. Because you kind of gotta do it. Like, especially if you're doing, like, a harder, like, run of Pokemon. Like, when I try to do a hardcore does lock, it's like, man, I'm really getting my ass kicked. I should probably EV train. But, like... I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's so fu- it's like the most annoying thing like even even more so than normal grinding cuz like there're usually like good good areas you can find where it makes normal grinding easier. Gen 5 has like the Audino grass and stuff, which there are ways to make EV training easier, but you're still going to be sitting there and just tediously killing like over 100 Pokémon per stat. <laughs> And it just, it, it takes way too much time. It's so annoying. It's one of the most annoying parts in Pokemon for me is having the EV train if I want a Pokemon to be somewhat optimal. And then IVs too, which are just completely luck. So like, especially with me as like a Nuzlocke player, like I, I get like garbage EV IVs and it's like, well, I guess I'll die. <laughs> like, <laughs> just complete fucking doo-doo garbage. <laughs> Like, um, recently I actually got to look at the IVs because I figured out how to use PK. Now I could look at, like, my Pokemon stats and shit if I need to. Uh, So it made it a lot easier. I'm doing a competitive uh, red, blue, and yellow uh, Nuzlocke, a big group thing. Um, And I looked at PK Hex to get my EVs and IVs so I could plug my Pokemon into Showdown for PvP. And I have like the worst Pidgey known to man. (laughs) That thing is dog shit. It's the most awful Pidgey. (laughs) It has like less than five IVs in every stat. And I think one of them had zero. That's rough. Just a completely awful Pidgey. Fucking Bagel Boss the Pidgey. Complete piece of garbage. uh,
1: Max, Max IVs is 31, correct?
0: Yes? I think it's 31. I, I I think um in Gen 1, it's 15, which is why I'm confused. But I think it's 31 oh, that's in modern games, yeah. yes. Yeah,
1: in modern games, it's 31. Um, So yeah, to have something that's sub-5 and everything, even if it is an older game, is rough.
0: Yeah, just a complete awful piece of garbage bird. The only thing that bird accomplished in PvP was, like, it got my opponent to, like, switch, because I used a couple sand attacks, and even then, that strategy did not end up working out, and I lost that battle. <laughs> so... Completely awful Pidgey, uh, but yeah, that's the thing. Is like you know you catch a Pokemon and like in your normal playthrough too. Like you know sometimes you're not really paying attention because you're playing casually. It's not like the game is hard if you're playing casually, but it's just you kind of start to notice. You're like, why is this Pokemon so garbage? Right, and and yeah. then you and then you realize it's because it has like completely awful IVs. <laughs> like uh, I had a I had a Raichu when I played Pokemon Sun. And it would always just fail to kill with its moves. And that's because it had a bad special attack IV and a a minus special attack nature. It's like I was using Thunderbolt and Psychic and it would always, like, it'd be super effective and it would just barely not kill, like, every time. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Raichu? You goddamn idiot. Can you please kill things? And he just never could. He would just, uh, (laughs) things would live by a hair and then they would kick his ass because he's a frail little Raichu. (laughs) <laughs> i i at least alleviated some of that problem because i uh i translate i translated i i transferred that raichu into a uh, sword and shield and i gave it a, a a candy or like a mint i believe they're called where you can change their natures mm-hmm. so i say uh, so i gave it a mint so it at least has a plus special attack nature now so it's slightly less terrible <laughs> um uh, but yeah, I think EVs and IVs, even though they can make competitive interesting, uh, it's just very tedious to get them where you need them to be. And I almost never do. I just play competitive in places where I don't have to do that, like on Showdown or in tournaments where they allow Jenning like full stop. So yeah, I think it's just an annoying system. That's why it's my largest issue in Pokemon today. Uh, so Demi Gloom. Why don't you take us home uh, with your issue? Um, did you do your issue? Okay,
1: yeah, that was what the uh <laughs> the last um x
0: amount of time was discussed. That's the last eleven minutes, were, Demi I
2: I, I I genuinely thought you could just got sidetracked and started talking about fucking <laughs> EVs and IVs. No, my
0: issue was EVs and IVs. That was the issue.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm sorry. I've, I've had a rough night. Um, my issue is. Uh, you know, I don't know. Riley, you know what my issue is. What do I call this? Um, uh. The preservation Pokemon, of the ability. Pokemon transference cutoff. Pokemon transference cutoff. I like that. I think that's, okay. that's the best. That's, that's about as good as we're going to get. <laughs> the, so the Pokemon transference cutoff. There you go. This is. Is one of the things this is what I love about Pokemon, okay? You currently, right now, in twenty twenty two, can get an original Game Boy with an original copy of Pokemon Red. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You can trade a Pokemon from that, from Pokemon Red or Blue to Pokemon Gen one to Gen two. You can transfer Pokemon from Gen two to Gen three. No, you can't. Yes, you can. There you was no, no, can. There
0: was a cutoff. There was a cutoff after Gen 2. Anything Gen 3 and onward right now can be transferred, but Gen 1 and 2 are stuck in their own hell unless That's you're playing true. the virtual console version. That's the, not the, the true virtual, at all. Yes, it is. You cannot transfer from the Game Boy game unless oh, you're talking on. about the 3DS virtual console versions.
2: To Game Boy Advanced. I'm looking this up right now.
0: <laughs> Demi Gloom, you're not gonna defeat me. I know my Pokemon.
2: <laughs> Let's see here. Universal Game Link Cable. Let's look this up. How to. We need that confirmation bias. How to transfer Pokemon. You
0: can, like, hack your fucking Game Boy and, like, do some crazy process, but it's not real at that point. It's just, like some code that some guy made in 20 in 2007 to like make you think you can transfer them and it's like a, a $500 process <laughs> um <laughs> uh Okay, DemiGloom, Let reading me correct a you. More Reddit threads. Uh, Demiglum, let me correct you. So you can right now in 2022 buy a Game Boy
2: Advance and a copy of Pokemon Ruby and no. transfer. <laughs> my issue is ruined. <laughs> it's completely ruined because the whole my whole argument was based on the assumption that you could transfer from literally the original all the way to the current one.
1: Uh, if you want to say 3ds true. then
0: yeah, because the 3ds only on the uh, virtual re-release. console. Yeah, if you want to count yes, that, it's so an original hardware. Yes. It's still a big deal that right now you could transfer any Pokemon for Pokemon games as early as 2002. And soon you won't be able to do that.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'll just continue my issue, even though I know it's a bad issue. So don't vote for it. It's bad.
0: Um, <laughs> Come on. It's still a good issue.
2: No, it's not. I'm, it
0: still matters. Yeah.
2: You know, I've ultimately decided that life with this stupid tiny little brain is just not worth living and hey you know i have no reason to be alive <laughs> anymore. Now knowing that i was literally only alive because i thought i could transfer my, pokemon <laughs> to my game boy my original game boy
0: all the way to my switch that was your because only purpose hold up, hold up, i have hold up, hold up, a copy
2: of pokemon red and i have a po- uh, copy of fucking whatever the new pokemon diamond is brilliant diamond and I, you know, I wanted to transfer my Pokemon from that game to the next one. That was my life mission. I want
1: to start from the very beginning here. Uh, you don't have to give your official age if you don't feel like it, but I'm pretty sure I'm 17. You were born. Yeah, you, okay, so you're born after the original games came out. So your mission was to to, to do something.
0: De- yeah, was, Demi Gloom, you can was transfer already... Pokemon from any Pokemon game that has come out in your lifetime to sword and shield and i care about the original
2: the pokemon that's like what i'm the most nostalgic for is the earliest all right pokemon all right Wait, the
0: issue cool. the
1: issue it's still nostalgic about a generation that's be- you're sorry you're 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 just you're nostalgic about a generation that's before
2: yeah birth? i'm also i'm also nostalgic now? about the 1980s uh ninja turtles cartoon and i wasn't alive for that but i watched the shit out of it throughout you know, my you childhood got me there.
1: yeah no never mind you got me there
0: <laughs> Yeah, but then ah, you people, right, don't tell right. yourself short, oh, this shit, is still on. a big issue. I, I I feel strongly about this, so please
2: give your case. Okay. Okay. So I will large issue, by the way. I will explain what the issue is. It's still an issue. It's not as large an issue. Or should I say, the thing that I thought was so awesome that is being destroyed is not as awesome as I thought it was. But it's still an awesome thing, okay? Um basically you you can transfer a Pokemon from Gen 3 on original hardware on Game Boy Advance all the way up to the DS, to the 3DS, to the fucking Nintendo Switch. You can literally transfer a Pokemon that you caught on 16-bit hardware all the way to your Nintendo Switch. And that's awesome. That's so cool that Pokemon managed to do that. You know what I mean? That they... This is like an ethic that Game Freak had. They were like, you know what? This is what we're gonna do we're gonna let you transfer your pokemon like through for through every single game because that's really cool i i just think it's awesome and from a utilitarian competitive standpoint or whatever like yeah it's not the most practical thing in the world but i i like the idea of you know what i mean as a a single player pokemon enjoyer (laughs) enjoyer um I i think it's really cool that like you know throughout my journey that is a Pokemon game. I can take my same exact Pokemon with me throughout my in in my ugh, my whole journey from Gen three all the way to the next Gen. I can keep the same Pokemon, and we can be best buddies up until now. Because essentially, the means of transferring get are different for each console generation and each gap. For the Game Boy, I believe from Game Boy Advance to DS, um, you just I. Don't you like put the I can the GBA I can explain cartridge. every method if you want me to because I do know them. I think I, I I know most of them. You you literally just put the um the cart the GBA cartridge into the GBA. No, slot. No, it's not that PS, simple.
0: Right? It's never that simple. So uh, is it a wireless gen, link or a no, wireless? No, in Gen Four you do you do in fact put the Pokemon game in the GBA slot, but then you have to then your Pokemon get transferred into Pal Park, and you have to go catch them in Pal Park. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you basically recapture your old Pokemon. I think the rates are higher than they normally would be, so it's not, like, complicated, but...
2: So if you put your old Pokemon in there, is no there a minigame. chance that you're going to lose them forever if you don't catch them? No.
0: They, no, they stay mean, until you, you, you catch them, yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah
1: okay. you just you just try it over and over again until eventually you catch... It, it's supposed to be a mini game. that's kind of just a, a blockade, I think, but it's a thing oh. that... It's, it's a complicated, at least.
2: Okay, and that, Riley, please continue to explain how all the transferring <laughs> works, so do my work for me.
0: Okay, so yeah, Gen 4 had Pal Park and then uh Gen 4 to Gen 5 had like the Pokemon transfer app on the DS where it was just like was that shit, I thought I did know every method, but I don't know Gen 4 to Gen 5 very well. I believe there was some sort of like mini-game you had to <laughs> They all have like stupid mini games. <laughs> Demi Gloom, I thought I was knowledgeable, but it turns out
2: that I'm tired and that so, I don't remember.
1: looking at looking it up right now, uh, there's a Pokemon transfer lab.
2: Wait, are you in, talking about from Gen five to Gen six? A four to five. Four to five. Oh, four to five. Well, you just yeah. There's there's a way. Um, yeah, know, think,
0: it's not just a, a simple matter of trading. It's a different generation, so there is a transference proc- proc- process. Yeah, so it looks
1: like. So I just looked it up. I don't know if this is accurate, but. Uh, there's a Pokemon transfer lab on Route 15 in the Gen 5 game. Um, it'll look for another device.
2: Yeah, that's you what do
1: I... a DS download play, and then you pick your Pokemon, throw them into the other ones. You do a mini game in which you pull back on a crossbow with the stylus and release it to send a Pokeball flying to where the crosshairs are aimed on the. Oh crosshair.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, there's I remember. Time this, yeah. limit. Uh,
1: if you don't capture them, they go back into the Gen 4 game, and then you just throw it back in again. No limit to how many times you can do this. You can keep transferring until you transfer everybody from any game, any join four game. There you go. You don't need Wi-Fi for this.
0: And then, and then Gen five, I, I believe Gen five to six, then everything onwards is just like an app on your 3DS, and yeah, you just Pokemon like loop. Well, Gen five to six, I think there was its own like weird primitive app, yeah. And then yeah. six and onward, it was Pokemon Bank.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, I remember I had Pokemon Bank, which is fucking stupid. It's a, it's like it's like five dollars a year. It's like a yearly subscription.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I get it. It's it's, it's 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 something that is expensive, I guess, for it to have like millions of Pokemon fans having games. The server's probably got to do something. I know it, it, it does seem minuscule, though, but
2: this I is coming pay, from a business guy. So <laughs> I would pay twenty dollars for oh, a sure, one-time now
0: You can, oh,
2: that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah it, it was kind of bullshit that he had to pay like yearly for it but now Riley explain how it goes on onward from 3ds to switch
0: okay from 3ds to switch it's just a uh, Pokemon bank uh, connects to another app called Pokemon home uh, which is on the switch um, which is its own yearly subscription uh, which I believe is $20 $20 maybe... a year
2: yeah I think so that's bullshit. It should be a one-time download. It's just a transfer tool.
0: It doesn't even well, no, have to no be... Pokemon Home has like cool like features and whatever. Like it has its own.
1: So there's there's a basic plan that I think if I remember correctly is like nothing,
0: and then literally nothing. And then and uh, there's Pokemon premium plan
1: that is premium plan um... gives
0: you like a, a lot of Pokemon storage. It lets you transfer and there's uh, it's the only place where the national Pokedex still exists. You can you can fill up a national Pokedex in uh Pokemon Home.
1: So here, I can give you some information. So the basic plan is free. You can deposit... It, so home will carry up to 30 Pokemon. You can deposit three at once. It's basically just nothing. Uh, basically, if you've played any Pokemon game, you're going to get the premium plan, which is uh, you can get a one-month plan for $3, three months for $5, or 12 months for 16 Um And then that stores up to 6,000 Pokemon. You can throw 10 at once. There's a bunch of extra small features there. Um... But yeah, so it would be $16 a year.
2: It's not the end of the world. Still, considering how much money I pay yearly for my fucking Nintendo shit, like, that should be, like, included with, um... Switch. Mine. Considering I paid... Especially
0: I the $50. Paid, I think the moment they made mm-hmm. Fuckly should have been there.
2: It was, like, $60, I thought. I think it's $60, yeah. Yeah, it Okay, well, even if Is it's it 50 Okay. I literally... I had the regular Switch Online plan. Is that what it's called? Switch Online? We'll- we'll yeah, Switch Online. This. I had the regular Switch Online plan, which is like $30 a year. 20 20 Okay, so it's $20 a year. And I wanted to upgrade to the... Um you know the premium switch premium i upgraded to switch premium and they barely gave me a fucking discount for already having switch online like yeah that was, that was stupid features. it was like oh it you was can like get a two dollar discount, discount. <laughs> it's like no i want i want it i want to pay like i'm already i already paid you twenty dollars for this year just let me pay thirty dollars for the rem- to let me have this for the remainder of the year you know what i mean to just add this to my pre-existing subscription, oh, so instead like to pay like forty eight
1: and like restart the cycle, yeah, oh, that sucks.
2: It's Fucking garbage. And I barely even played my Switch. I just wanted to like play Ocarina of Time in HD. I'm being generous by fucking paying money at all for this shit because I I could just emulate it and play with my fucking Xbox controller and get up even better experience.
0: But anyway, tell us t- now that we talk about all the transfer processes, tell us tell us where the issue lies. Well, what do we know? Uh, the later
2: tra- the later um, transfer methods are all online services. Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Home are both online subscription services. And what do we know about online subscription services?
0: They eventually bye end.
2: Bye. They eventually end. Uh, one day, you will sign in, and it'll say, this service has discontinued. Thank you for using this service. And in fact, and-
0: as I told you, the Nintendo 3DS eShop is shutting down, which means... Uh, we're told Pokemon Bank will still work but you will not be able to download Pokemon. If somebody goes buy, goes and buys a new 3DS and they're like, I want to play Pokemon on this new 3DS I just bought and then transfer my Pokemon. Sorry, can't do that. eShop doesn't exist so you can't get Pokemon Bank anymore.
2: Yep, And you, therefore, you cannot transfer things from all the way to Gen, from gen 3 um, Game Boy Advance original hardware, all the way to Nintendo Switch that like transfer pipeline is completely cut off because of this online service is shutting down, and I think that really says something about the Pokemon franchise and how it's all linked. You know what I mean? Like that, I guess, just that connection that all the generations have. Yeah, they just dis- they systematically
0: crushed this sort of like idea that Pokemon has had, where it's like, oh, you want to catch all the Pokemon, you want to do the thing. Because first there was the the Dexit controversy, where for the fir- In Pokemon Sword and Shield, for the first time, not every Pokemon was programmed into the game. So you could not put, like, half of the Pokemon into Sword and Shield. You could still put them in Pokemon Home and have them on Switch. And then, theoretically, you'll be able to put them in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl once that game uh, gets home support. Um, and, but... You, we had that first, and now we have this thing where the Pokemon transfer pipeline is going to be completely cut off. So, like, we can't even transfer Pokemon from fucking Gen 7 to Gen 8 anymore. Right. Exactly. It, it, it's just truly sad that, like, Pokemon had this, like, philosophy of just, like, carrying these creatures with you through thick and thin. And they just kind of, like, you know, because it's like, oh, it's it's slightly inconvenient for us to make this work. Just like, well, I guess it's time to systematically crush that entire ideology.
2: Yep. And that's, you know, that's what I, you know, originally there was a controversy where, like, before, I believe, was this before Pokemon Home existed?
0: Yes. So before Pokemon Home existed,
2: you could not get your old Pokemon. You could not get your old Pokemon onto your Nintendo Switch. And at that point, the entire thing was cut off. And that's why I sort of resented uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield and the new generation of Pokemon. I was like, well, my Pokemon journey ends here, you know. Because and at also the point,
0: controversy was that, like I said, certain Pokemon weren't programmed to Sword and Shield at all. So even once home right. came to be, some of your Pokemon could be transferred. That was the big controversy. Right. Was that there were more more than half the Pokedex just wasn't programmed to Sword and Shield at all.
2: Right. Exactly. I uh, unfortunately don't have much else to add to this topic because I feel like it, the the issue sort of speaks for itself. But yeah, I yeah, think it is issue. a very big problem.
0: I, I could I could have brought in Dexit today. I almost did, but I was like, let's not let's not start that flame war. Yeah, I know I'm not I'm not gonna get a win for that one because you you see. So here's the thing about Dexit, right? Everybody else on my side makes me look bad. Like I, I, I'm pretty amicable <laughs> about it. I'm like I would just prefer that this didn't happen, and it makes me sad that it did happen. I'm not uh, DMing. Game Freak's employees that I'm going to come to their house.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, some of these Dexit people
0: are. Um, So it just makes me look bad, where I know the Pokémon podcast community is this very positive place, as opposed to, like, the general Pokémon fan base, which has become pretty toxic. I think the podcast, the Pokémon podcast community, has, like, formed its own little very positive bubble. Oh, yeah. In In that little positive bubble... Dexit is a is a no-no word. <laughs> so <laughs> This is true. Uh I don't think I would get any votes if I if I had brought in Dexit, but I think I think Eevee's and IVs is a pretty a relatable problem. Uh vote for me is the is the moral of the story <laughs> there. Um
2: yeah. vote for Riley. <laughs> right in right in Dexit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. If if you if you agree that Dexit is the largest issue in Pokemon, leave a voicemail. At our new voicemail number, <laughs> make your voice heard if you're if you're part of the silent uh, minority <laughs> in the Pokemon podcast community <laughs> that dislikes Dexit. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's move on to our final segment, uh, Pokemon of the episode. And I have to mark this down. Fuck, I have to mark this down. I have to open up my phone so I can mark the this Pokemon down.
2: Number that the episode number is.
0: No, uh, there's a little game. Uh, I'll tell you about it in a second. Um, but yeah, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and take it away. Who's that Pokemon? All right, so it's time for Pokemon the episode. Now, Demigloom, uh, to explain to you how this little game works, it's kind of like 20 questions, except it's not 20, it's 15. Uh, so you and Anaru, collectively, Get to ask me fifteen questions to determine what Pokemon uh, that I am thinking of to guess the Pokemon of the episode. Okay, and that's that's the premise. So hold on, I have not actually picked a Pokemon yet, uh, so give me just one tiny second. I'm just gonna like randomly generate one, and then I already we'll know how
2: to. I already know how I'm gonna do this.
0: And I'll you don't have to to ask to the,
1: the first question. Yeah. you have
0: to ask the questions as if you're in the Pokemon world, as well so you have to ask like are they native to whatever region you can't say are they from gen one you have to say are they native to the kanto region things like that i
2: was gonna say like are they can you have this pokemon in gen three that way if you said yes i know it's from gen three or earlier that would have been that would have been the bomb you
0: could say are they are they native to the hoenn region and determine whether they're from gen three specifically but you can't do it in bulk you know what i mean
2: yeah Um, and
1: everything else has to be yes or no questions um I don't know if you said that previously. Well, oh so.
0: yeah, I was thinking about this Pokemon earlier anyway. Yeah, we'll use this one. Okay, so I've got a Pokemon. You guys have got uh, 15 questions between the two of you. I'll determine what this Pokemon is. Go.
2: You want to go first?
1: To pick... uh, you can take the first one. You're okay, the, the are,
2: they, are they native to the Sinnoh region? No.
1: Um... How, how do I ask this? Are they... A starter type. So water, fire, grass. I'm talking standard starter. Are they a starter type? Yes. Okay, so then there's it down to a water, fire, grass, or a dual type with water, fire, grass.
2: Um, Um. Let's see here. Are they... Are they a water type? No.
1: Okay, so it's not water. Cool, so it's either... Part fire, part grass, or full fire, full grass. Um are they dual type?
0: Uh give me just a second to answer that question. I just
1: <laughs> I can't tell if that's because you need to do something or if because you don't know what type it is, which might honestly help.
0: <laughs> I I I just need to make sure I have the article up so I can answer any possible uh questions. I'm just kinda blanking on this Pokemon's type if it has a dual type or not. So
1: does does Charizard have a dual type or not?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Damn it. I don't remember what Charizard's other type was. Wait, fuck. (laughs) 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 Ah.
2: (laughs) It's not dragon type is all I remember. I think it's flying. Okay. It is
0: not dual type. That was question number four. You guys have 11 questions left and it's Demi turn.
2: Okay. Well, is it, is it a grass type? Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. So
1: we know it's a pure grass type. Um, Not water,
2: not... Do we want to narrow it down to a region now?
1: Yeah, I think you said it's not native to Sinnoh, which wouldn't mean it's not native to Sinnoh. I don't know what I was trying to say. Um, Let's see. Uh, I asked a question that cuts out a lot of things? A region with a lot of grass types. Um, Pure grass, too. Um, I, is it native to the Kanto region? I don't, I don't like that question, but I guess we'll ask it.
0: Uh, it is not, and it's kind of silly that you asked that, because I'm pretty sure there is exactly one full-grass type that is oh, native an idiot. to <laughs> yeah, the <true>. Kanto region. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. Um, well, that narrows down one option there.
0: <laughs> it's not Tangela. You know you that go. now.
2: Is it, um, native, is it native to the Unova region? It is not. Not native to Unova.
1: Riley, let me know if I'm right here. This We've asked sevens already?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, So not Canto, not Senno, not Unova.
0: So Demi Gloom, I, really I just want to explain this part to you. You can use uh, a guess as a question, but after the 15 questions, you got questions, if you haven't gotten it, you will get one collective guess.
2: Okay.
1: Um, I really don't want to ask, like, you know, is it native to this? Is it native to that? Because I
0: feel like that's kind of tough, but
2: it's gonna waste all our questions. Yeah, but you do have eight again, questions
0: left and only like five regions. So like you this, know, well, still
1: would uh, make it
2: if tough. we could narrow if we could narrow down oh, a pure um, grass type uh, from a particular uh, region.
1: How do I ask this? Um,
2: you can ask just, if they're.
0: Gone. Yeah,
1: I was. I'm gonna ask. Uh, is there a, a good way? Let me know if this is worded correctly. Is this uh, Pokemon part of a evolutionary line? In other okay, words, I'm yes. asking whether or not it, it can evolve or it has previously evolved. Or yes. It similar. is part of
0: an evolutionary line, yes. Okay. Um part Is
2: it fully evolved? No. Okay.
1: That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions. Um Is the evolutionary line three stages? No. Okay, so it's it's the basic and it evolves once.
2: Uh okay. Um I don't know what to ask other than regions. Uh is it is it from the Johto region? It is not.
0: Okay.
1: Um all right, so it's not let me see my notes here. Uh not Ganto, not Johto. So it could be could be Hoenn, it's not Zeno, not Unova. Could be Kalos, could be Galler, it could be Sprigatito, but I I, I kind of hope you're not choosing Sprigatito <laughs> because that would be real Tangla-ish of you.
0: That, that would be um, a dick move.
1: Oh yes, okay. So pure starter. Oh, but no, that wouldn't help. I was about to ask, like, is it a starter? But that's not a good question because we already confirmed. It, we know it's, it's not
2: because because he didn't know if it, it was like a dual three line.
1: or not. That too. Yeah, it's also yeah. also starters are three evolution things. Um.
0: Okey doke. Uh. Listen, I play a lot of ROM hacks, so sometimes Pokemon are dual type in my head because I just played a ROM hack where they are, and then they're not. So I wanted to make sure.
1: Oh, it's my go, isn't it? Um, yeah.
0: Yep. Question number twelve for Anaru.
1: Let's see. Okay. Oh, we said not Unova. Okay. I'm writing down every single Grass type I can think of. Um, Two stage line. All right. In my head, this helps narrow it down. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is actually gonna help. Uh, I don't know if this is gonna help you, Demigloom, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'm almost positive this is up. So, does the Pokemon we've we've confirmed it's a two-stage basic Pokemon? Does the Pokemon it evolves to is that Pokemon a dual type? Yes. Okay. Um, I think I've narrowed it down to. Two of them because uh, shroomish evolves once into a dual type uh, Breloom, Cacnea evolves into a dual type um, what am I thinking of? Cacturn, Cacturn, that's right. Um, yeah, and then I don't think there are any others because uh, Pet- Petalil. Petal- Petal- evolves once into a pure crest. Oh, shoot. I don't know Arceus stuff. Oh, that's a big L if this is going to be
0: an Arceus related thing because I The not <laughs> um, uh, De- does not have Legends Arceus, so I don't, I don't know I if I'm do, that much of an asshole. <laughs>
1: alright, alright. At least At least that's the case. Um, okay, since it does have a, I think it's literally... It's, it's either Shroomish or Cacnea, and if it's a Hisuian form, then... I'm blaming you for this.
2: What uh, regions are those ones from? What regions Shroomish? Uh, Shroomish is, Shroom
1: is from? three Cacneus three as well. So they're both. they both.
2: So they're both Hoenn. So could I ask if it's in the Hoenn region? Y-
1: you, I, I, think that would reconfirm, because I, th- I think I yeah, narrowed yeah, yeah, those right, two, right? right? Um, unless I'm missing something here, but.
0: Well, you have two potential guesses and three questions. So if that's how Demiguise yeah, wants you to narrow it down,
2: yeah, sure, we those? could. We could just um, throw each of those out. What are the two?
0: Uh, Shroomish
1: and Cacnea.
2: Is it Shroomish?
1: No.
0: Uh, it's a Cacnea. The Pokemon of the episode is Poke- Pokedex number Cacnea, the cactus Pokemon. Uh. Why are you thinking of Cacnea? Because uh, I was thinking about Pokemon that James had. Uh, James had a Cacnea. <laughs> Uh, It's Pokemon Omega Ruby Pokedex entry states, Cacnea lives in arid locations such as such as deserts. It releases a strong aroma from its flower to attract prey. When prey comes near, this Pokemon shoots sharp thorns from its body to bring the victim down. (laughs) Hot damn. All right, let's. uh, That's fun. Let me briefly pull up Smogon to see if there's any little cup sets uh, for this little for this little Cacnea guy. Just one moment. I think I, I think Cacnea got it. I don't think he's in Sword and Shield, but he is in <laughs> Sun and Moon. Um, actually, is Cactern in Sword and Shield? I feel like he might be. Let me look. He's not. Okay, so uh, we're talking Gen 7, Little Cup here. Um, There's a Swords Dance uh, Little Cup set uh, with the moves Swords Dance, Sucker Punch, Seed Bomb, and either Drain Punch or Thunder Punch, the item Evialite the ability Lauder Absorb, Jolly Nature, obviously level 5, uh, 236 in attack, 160 in defense, and 156 in speed. And there you go, folks. That is Pokemon of the episode. And there, there goes Craig. It's a Gearch one, folks. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you all for listening uh, to 101 of Variety Hour. I'm sorry that... uh. Last episode, I made a grand declaration that Variety Hour was going to remain weekly for the rest of 2022, and then we immediately missed a week. <laughs> <laughs> I had, had a little bit of a scheduling snafu with Penguin, and unfortunately, we did not get an episode done last week. But we're back. No more fucking two-month hiatuses. We just missed one week, and now we're back. Um, hopefully, we will stay that way. Um, and yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh Yeah, Aniru, where can I listen find you?
1: Uh, Is this time? Smashes the button. Guess what? I have a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon TTRPG actual play podcast called Not a Scratch that releases episodes weekly. Uh, I've been sticking to it semi-consistently, you know, kind of like the show, honestly. Um, uh, And uh, you can check that out wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a bunch of other shows. If you feel like listening, you can find it through that or on Twitter. Where you can follow me at a region that is at a h d u r i n region and there's a link tree with a bunch of information and stuff that you can check out there as well um i could spend the next 30 hours promoting new stuff but uh just check out the twitter and you'll you'll find the stuff from there
0: hell yeah hell yeah our special guest demi gloom where can they find you on the internet
2: You can find me at DemiGloom, D-E-M-I-G-L-O-O-M, on Instagram, SoundCloud, Twitter, and TikTok. You can also find me on um, the Brony Initiation Podcast, which is a weekly podcast that me and Riley do, (laughs) where we talk about My Little Pony. It's a weekly podcast in the sense that it's been going on for 10 months or so, and there's 10 episodes out. So like yeah, of more of a more of a monthly podcast, I think. <laughs> I think it's more of it averages as a monthly podcast. But <laughs> when did this come like out? When did the months? first
0: episode come out? What is our anniversary?
2: Let me look this up. The Brony Initiation Podcast episode one came out nine months ago. June 29th, 2021. We're literally almost to our one year anniversary.
0: Yep, two months will be at our one year anniversary, and we produced 10 episodes. That's so
2: cerebral. Shout out you guys. Why did I say cerebral? So cerebral. Look up up the Brony Initiation podcast. Demi, at this rate, Ben
0: Saint will never come on our show.
2: Oh, God. (laughs) Like, that's going to happen anyways.
0: Uh, Yeah, anyway. uh, Anything else you wanted to plug, Demi um,
2: also, check, also check me out on Pornhub at DemiGloom
0: <laughs> No, not real
2: <laughs> I'm 17 I don't I don't know if you're allowed <laughs> to be 17 on Pornhub but if I get banned I tricked banned, them I'll, somehow <laughs> I bamboozled no them I gave them my fake ID <laughs>
0: Alright folks uh, You can find me at Anchor.fm slash Riley MegaFeed. It's the Riley Podcast MegaFeed.
2: R-I-E-L-Y.
0: R-I-E-L-Y. People know that. This is episode 101 of the show.
2: (laughs) If this is anybody's first episode of the show, they don't know that. Yeah, R-I-E-L-Y.
0: There you go. But uh, yeah, Riley MegaFeed. uh, Cool shit there. Podcasts and links in the description have everything else that I do. Uh, now you can see a fancy new thing on this feed. It is now marked as being owned by Riley and Friends, uh, because the last, as we stated, uh, episode 100 was our last episode of Pixels Media, uh, so this podcast is now under the
2: Riley and Friends brand, officially. Damn, you guys seceded from the union successfully, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: we seceded from the Pixels Media union.
2: Why did that happen?
0: Nah, uh, just, uh... I don't know. you have beef with Okay, <laughs> no. It's contractual disputes. Contractual disputes. It was more just like the Pixels crew really isn't that invested in Variety Hour anymore. It's like there was no need to like keep those two brands uh, combined with each other. It uh, was pretty much the decision-making process there.
2: So this is officially now under the authority of Riley and Friends.
0: Yes, this is a Riley That's and Friends me. branded show. So <laughs> you,
2: I'm partial you, owner you are of this my show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a partial owner in the show now. I now I get to make decisions. I'm like I don't think that's true. You're like you're like the president, and I'm like the House of Representatives. <laughs> I mean, the of only of way that's show. true is
0: if you become a co-host, and I don't think you want to do that.
2: <laughs> no, but I'm a I'm an official member of Riley and Friends. I'm in your little <laughs> banner.
0: Oh yeah, I guess you are in the Riley and Friends banner. That's fair.
2: I'm in the Hall of Fame.
0: Jinji is also in that banner, though, and he he, he doesn't. Get any decisions on this show anymore.
2: <laughs> well, he's a part of Riley and Friends, so...
0: Uh, but anyway, folks, thank you all for listening to Pokemon Variety Hour. I have been Riley.
2: I have been Demi Gloom.
1: I have been anor-
2: Anorexia?
0: Anorexia. <laughs> oh, Anaru. You cut out for a second. And we will see you guys next time for episode 102. Bye. Good night, folks. Zam. Oh, by the way, I just wanna, I just wanna say real quick, this is the only 101 largest issue we'll ever have. LOL. That's funny. Because <laughs> we're ending largest issue with 100. All right, see you next time, folks.